0: Welcome to the TBN UK podcast. In this series, you can hear some of the interviews from TBN Meets, where faith meets culture. Hear from Christian ministries, innovators, authors, artists, and creators. Enjoy. Today, I'm joined by Phil Luce, the Managing Director of Integrity Music Europe, part of one of the biggest Christian music labels in the world to discuss the exciting new developments in the UK Christian music scene. Welcome, Phil. Thank you so much for coming today. It's a pleasure. Good to be here. So tell us what exactly does a Managing Director of a music label do? It's
1: a great question. Um, I was asked that recently by one of your staff here. (laughs) And in reflection, If you look at an orchestra, you'll find that there are a lot of different people that play different instruments and individually there is brilliance. Mm. Bringing them together to make the sound of a symphony, for me is probably what that role means because we have brilliant people Mm. who on their own do remarkable things. But just to orchestrate that and bring it together and work out how everyone has a part to play and how everyone plays together Mm. to deliver something of a musical ministry excellence is is the role that i have and it's an absolute joy it's great
0: and it's really interesting because integrity in europe and in the uk sits in the larger Mm -hmm. family so um, what does that look like in terms of i mean we probably don't see much difference do we but what (laughs) what is the difference on the ground it's a
1: lot of fun because Mm -hmm. we have a team um, in europe based in brighton there's about 17 of us there and then in germany we have marcus and in france we have matt and then in nashville we have a team of 29 30 people Mm. And uh, we're able to be one big global family. The way that time zones work, we're in touch most days. In fact, every day. Um, Whether it's this on our phones or it's video conferencing. But we're able to join up as a big family to see how God is working around the world and how songs are travelling. And to try and have a small part to play in just helping the church in sung worship to express something that's really significant. But hopefully within within a framework that's fun as well.
0: Because Integrity really um, has brought us some of the great hits. So, 10,000 Reasons, Great Are You, Lord, Blessed Be Your Name, The Lion and the Lamb. When you um, see songs as part of this family, so some of them do travel, mm-hmm. when people hear those songs first time, do you think there is a feeling of, aha, like this is a song that we think will bless the church? Or do you get that feeling about all the songs and then some songs land better than others? What?
1: Great question. So songs are fascinating because many people write songs. And some of those songs, when they're written, they are literally for that moment. God has given me something and I'm going to sing it. So we see songs as being for Jerusalem, Samaria and for the ends of the earth. I have a friend, Les Moyer, who I think you might have met. Yeah. (laughs) Who's one of those people that's been significant in finding some of those songs. And he said that to me about Jerusalem, Samaria and the ends Mm -hmm. of the earth. In other words, the value of a song is as valuable locally as it is nationally, as it is internationally, but everyone has a part to play with those songs. Yeah. So some songs do travel. And sometimes when you hear them, they really, they really do uh, really, they, 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 they catch you out. And that's one of the beautiful moments of working with Integrity Music is that by the time songs have reached us, a whole team of people have been involved uh, to pray, to consider, to reflect, and to work with the songwriter or the artist just to help that song. They are the instigators of something. And they're responding to what God is doing in the local church. Our role, support it, not create it. Our role is to see something fly and help it, but not to create the moment itself.
0: And in terms of songs traveling as they do now, Hmm. are you seeing more songs traveling from the UK to the Jerusalems and the Samarias or, or, because before, when I was growing up, it was definitely music was coming this way.
1: Mm From America.
0: Yes, definitely. What's the traveling like now?
1: Well, America's amazing. So our team in the States, remarkable, outstanding. And uh, songs from America, uh, brilliant. And uh, 50 years ago, this year, there was a song publishing catalog started called Thank You Music. Mm. And Thank You Music actually was birthed through what was then called Kingsway music, Mm. which became Integrity Music. And those songs are some of the songs that we love. Be still for the presence of the Lord. Mm. Uh, blessed Be Your Name, Matt Redman songs, Tim Hughes, all, all sorts of worship songwriters that you'd know and love. And then there was a moment at Wembley Stadium back in the late 80s where Noel Richards gathered people and, and he said, uh, right, let's worship together at the old Wembley Stadium, the big one. <laughs> and at that point, our songs from the UK also began to travel mm. back into America because America turned up to that event and they thought what you have we believe the American church needs. So it was a special moment at that time. But now what we're seeing is yeah, absolutely, songs are traveling from all around the world, mm. everywhere. And we've seen some interesting things recently around that that are really quite exciting.
0: So in terms of the Christian music scene in the UK, mm-hmm. probably contemporary music has been probably the dominant one in terms of record labels. Mm-hmm. So how is that changing as, as we see more traveling and, and, and more nations and
1: well, in terms of a record label, obviously um, we have a record player. <laughs> How wonderful.
0: You, are you getting the IRE? No one else has mentioned that. We put a lot of thought into I think into that. I might just take it. In.
1: <laughs> I think that the thing with vinyl that's fascinating when we all go look back is that there's been a resurgence in vinyl in terms yeah. of because we want, we're actually younger people are going, cool, that's great artwork. There's a yeah. lot there to look at rather than the CD and now the little Spotify thumbnails. But what we're seeing with music and record labels in general is this move to digital. There's a whole new opportunity, which is wonderful. It means that songs that I remember from my youth, which isn't that long ago. Very short time. um, I can now go back and revisit. I can go back to the songs uh, that I remember from when I became a Christian, which was 1980. Wow. only one, Um, but I can go right back to those songs. And I can remember that moment when the Lord spoke to me And we can all do that now because pretty much every single song uh, of the history of music, of any genre, is essentially available to you on your iPhone, your iPad, whatever. And that's a remarkable thing for Christian music because it means that we can now reflect back on how the Lord has taken us on a journey. We can see songs written for certain reasons and seasons, and we can see uh, things rising up. I mean, delirious is fantastic. I go back to, to the delirious days. And that was a remarkable moment of wanting to be a history maker. And other songs around that really spurred us on to try and change the world for Jesus through song and through mission and ministry. And that's one of the values of the record labels today is that we can look back and see all that we did. Because the past is how we've got to today. Mm-hmm. And it inspires us for the future. It's a legacy that we're leaving.
0: So how, do, how are we encouraging different kinds of sounds now? Or how, how do you guys get, pick, I suppose in the mm-hmm. sense, what are the sounds that are like coming out and what you think the future sounds are gonna be?
1: Well, it's very interesting because um, when we're serving church in general, it's um, very easy to have a slightly warped view of what mm-hmm. church is. And I mean that in the nicest way, uh, because obviously, I get to travel to some amazing churches Mm. and see some amazing expressions of of, of Christianity, large churches, lights, camera, action, Mm. um, incredibly well-produced churches, but that's not the majority of the church. So when you come to songs, um, there's obviously a requirement for us to have culturally relevant, Mm. to actually be really inspiring on the cutting edge of sound and music and creativity. And I think some of your other people that you've had on this amazing program, would have probably spoken into that in the creativity side but also as a ministry organization Mm -hmm. when a song like greater you lord or another worship song that you might like comes out it's it's in a response to a to something that the writer has felt from the lord and when we look at our broader church Mm -hmm. which is probably the church that many of us go to which isn't a thousand strong or five hundred maybe it's a hundred people and maybe they don't have lights camera action maybe it's me and a guitar, yeah. me and a piano, or maybe a guitar and a piano. We need to be able to do that song as mm. well. We need to be able to play it. So this is one of the tensions that we actually walk within mm. the Christian music ministry arena, is to make songs accessible because the ministry value is there for everyone, whilst at the same time letting our hair down and having those wonderful moments mm. where you can really go for it and um, more, more contemporary vibe. It's, it's a challenge.
0: So is. a ministry or an industry?
1: Yeah, great question. Is it a ministry or an industry? Christian music is there because it's a ministry. Now the word ministry has multiple different um, expressions depending on who's hearing that word. So from our point of view, the songs that we cherish and the songs that we curate and help to to see travel around the world, our, our aim is to see a song impact somebody Mm. and for them to be able to worship the lord and for the lord jesus to speak to them through that those songs are there for us to to worship him there is some level of industriousness around what we do because we're also serving the songwriter yeah so a songwriter comes to us and entrusts us as a partnership to say hey i've written a song and we get very excited about that and we're like well we're here to help you because Mm. if we can help that song to travel then what you're free to do is to go and write more songs, because that is the ministry, that is the vocation, it is the career, the calling that you have. And we're here to serve that. So my preference is to acknowledge that there's some industriousness, but to actually say that the most important thing is for those lives to impact you, where you're at, at Mm -hmm. your point of need. Because when we gather together and when we worship the Lord, we know that even though we're worshiping him Mm -hmm. and our focus is on him, we know that he touches our lives because yeah. we put ourselves in a place of surrender, a place of being open to him. That's, that's incredible. It, it's kind of humbling. Mm. And so that's why Integrity Music and other Christian labels too, yeah. they, they hold that gently and, and, and hopefully wisely because they're understanding that they're serving a calling rather than just a kind of a, a ministry, a industrious, yeah. generate more money. That's not the deal, the deal is Let's impact lives. Let's play our part in that. Mm. And uh, you have to tread carefully.
0: Because it is a fine balance, because you say people need to live. And I think Mm -hmm. that's probably one of the things that maybe in the UK we've dealt with more than perhaps our counterparts, because it's a numbers game. And so it's how many people in a place buying a thing. Mm -hmm. And so with fewer people on our Mm -hmm. slightly smaller island, (laughs) you know, how do we make sure that we don't make it kind of a dirty thing that people have to make an industry and that you know actually if they want to spend their life resourcing the church that there needs to be some kind of compensation for that in in real terms
1: absolutely well the journey for me is that by the people that work in this ministry of of christian music it's all about where i'm coming from what's in my heart what's in my character is it that's within me and where am Mm -hmm. i coming from and once you get to meet people who are working in it then the concern around the money and the numbers tends to dissipate because the narrative and the conversation Mm -hmm. is about if we have this new song that God has given to this songwriter, and if Mm -hmm. that songwriter has entrusted it to our care as a partnership, then all I'm really interested in is how can I make sure that the most number of people in the world can get, the yeah, that's it. And because when I get to heaven, I mean, Let's say we just turn up Yeah. and Jesus says, well, welcome Phil, welcome Janelle. Um, I'm kind of hoping he doesn't ask me how many CDs have you sold? Because <laughs> yeah. it's not important. Mm. Um, you know, how many TV programmes have we put out? I think he's going to say, Janelle, you touch lives that you never met. Mm. You touch people all around the world without realising. That was your plan. And I'm hoping, Phil, the songs that you played a small part in touch people's lives all around the world. I just want you to know that, but you're welcome anyway. It yeah. doesn't matter what you do, you're welcome anyway. <laughs> yeah. But the beautiful thing is it's, it's, it's not a numbers game in that way. Having said that, for those that are watching, of course we, we're, we're focused. We're, we're, we're good because of the ministry value. Yeah. If we think we can change culture through worship songs, then we are going for it. Yeah. We're going to sell as many CDs, we're going to push songs where we possibly can. But the outcome of that mm. is a life impacted. And yeah,
0: do you think it's we really need to important. get a bit more comfortable with, with that duality for this for the UK music Christian scene to become more sustainable? Because there are so many creative people who are doing amazing things, but they just simply they just can't, they can't make, make a living, and they, it's not something. And, and they would love to pour their heart and soul into it every day, like mm-hmm. doing that for God, partnering with Him. And you know, you we were showing earlier we are so blessed that we get to work in that space. How do we make it a comfortable space so that actually? our viewers or just people in Kingdom know actually how we can support some of these artists to do what they do?
1: Well, it's interesting because the the journey of the money conversation is also interesting because little things sometimes seep out and, and it creates this feeling that there's a lot there or that people are surviving really easily. Yeah. The majority of worship songwriters, the majority of church worship leaders who are doing it full time will probably tell you, well, I lead worship on a Sunday. Uh, I actually do part time work outside the church. And actually, I find myself doing Uh, administrative support inside or Mm -hmm. whatever so the actual on the ground conversation is that most people that make it work are making it work through doing a multiple number of roles and responsibilities i think that from our point of view as the church in the uk and europe there just needs to be an acceptance that says we are so grateful for that song Mm -hmm. that touched our lives Mm -hmm. we're so grateful because that worship song whether it's a hymn like how great thou art or uh, a brand new worship song like This Is Love from New Wine, or Ren Collective that yeah. make you wanna dance in the pew. You know, you have blessed me. Now, yeah. I really would like to help you to write another one that helps me focus on the Lord. Now, as soon as you've got that in, that in your heart, yeah. then there's a sense of, okay, let's make this work. Because yeah. we all look forward to Governor B doing his thing. Yeah. We all look forward to Martin Smith. We all look forward to whoever it might be, Lucy Grimble, Rivers and Robots, all these new artists. Mm. Some of us look back to Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith. Yeah. We might even mutter about Striper, famous rock band in America. There's little moments there. But we all look back to these moments that made us, made us connect with the Lord more deeply. And for that, we are grateful to those artists and creatives. Mm. And so let us at least buy a ticket. Yeah. Let us at least subscribe to what they're doing. Let us follow them. Let us purchase music rather than illegally finding it on that site. Let us be honourable in how we look Mm. at those things. Because the artistry, the talent, the creativity, the calling, the gifting, the songs are remarkable that are coming out of the UK and Europe. Mm. And it's a a blessing to be part of that.
0: And we just want more.
1: (laughs) Well, we (laughs) kind of do, but not in a consumer way. That's a really good, really good point. But we do, we want to feed from what the Lord has got from us in the talented people in that pool of creatives. Yeah, it's interesting. And
0: give them a chance to just do more of what they do. So we're going to go to watch a couple of videos actually of a couple of the songs that have come out of Integrity. So a couple of great songs. The first one, definitely a, a really well-known song. Mm-hmm. I think most people could attest to have singing their heart out to it on a Sunday yeah. morning at a church service somewhere. We also had Noel Robinson on, who's you know part of your Integrity family as well. Where are the other songs travelling from, from outside of Europe and America right now?
1: It's fascinating. Well, those two, those two, I just, just so I can reflect the yeah, great new you, no. Lord.
0: Oh my word. That's a big song.
1: This is one of those moments where you even sat here right now and watching, you know, like, this is just a joy to be part of this, mm. play a little part. In. But yeah, amazing song. And then that second one, that's Chris Saban and the new wine team, which is remarkable. But those songs, yeah, America, United Kingdom. We're seeing songs travel now from Europe back into the United Kingdom. Now, of course, that might sound obvious, mm. but sometimes we just need to reflect. Uh, in Europe, it's multi-language, yeah. very different culture. Uh, God is doing different things. Streams of churches, some are into renewal and revival. Mm. Um, some are coming into that now, where the UK saw that 10, 15 years ago. But uh, there's a song called Fill This House With Your Glory. Mm. Well, that was written by Case Crynord and J F. Beck's from Holland. Uh, Case is a church leader. Japheth runs a band called In Salvation. Uh, The first thing he said to me when I sat down with him, when I said, how's it going with the songs? He said, 25 young people got saved last night at the meeting. And I'm like, well, that's the answer I probably wanted. (laughs) I'm interested in your song, but your ministry is better. So that song, Case Cryonard comes over and comes to Spring Harvest, that UK event, he leads worship. The song travels, gets picked up and recorded on the live album from this year. So that's on Mm -hmm. Spotify. And then of course, some of your viewers might be familiar with a song called Waymaker. Yeah. So Waymaker has on YouTube about 121 million views. Wow. And is written by a lady called Sinach, who's from Nigeria. Well, that song has not only gone from Nigeria, up to the uk it's jumped over to the united states
0: and that's been traveling for quite a while
1: it has but to see that happen that's the, that's amazing
0: yeah it's just
1: such a blessing to see songs from other countries traveling back see songs are like it's like a song highway yeah and often maybe what we thought was that our job is to put this song on our highway in the uk <laughs> and we will send it to you
0: yeah.
1: and then we figured out that a road is two-way
0: yeah
1: and that what the lord is doing in india or africa or other countries around the world is, of course, as valid as anywhere else. Just that the language and maybe the culture and maybe the song style is different. But let's bring it back. Let's look at translations. How do we get the blessing and the benefit here of understanding what the Lord is doing over there? That's what we're seeing. It's remarkable. It's a different world.
0: And it's very exciting because, mm. I mean, I remember hearing Waymaker, and then she was at at Big Church Day Out, mm. and then I saw on your Instagram that you guys were hatching a plan. I mean, <laughs> do you want to tell us about that now, or is that... We were hatching a plan. <laughs> yeah, and, what, follow
1: us on Instagram and other little things. And we'll things. find yeah. out.
0: But it is just really exciting just to really just think about what you're saying about, you know, what God is doing anywhere is as valid as anywhere else, it's the mm. same God. Mm. And it's like now we are a bit more on that frequency where we're like, okay, how do we kind of get in line with that what has that journey been like for you and the team
1: it's been fascinating i think it makes me on a in a jokey level it makes me wish i'd tried harder at school
0: yeah because
1: i go out as an english person born in the united kingdom and i speak to french worship leaders or dutch worship leaders or german worship mm-hmm. leaders and the first thing i'm really asking them is can you speak english to me yeah um My family will tell you, it's funny, I have my little phrase books and my (laughs) apps and I'm trying to do my best because I want to try wherever possible just to um, honor the fact that they've learned Mm. the language that we speak. Um, However, the challenge for us when we go out there and work is actually like a posture of humility. Mm. That's the challenge. Because you introduced me wonderfully, it's very, Um, Wonderful, you know, Integrity Music, one of the world's biggest. Well, the thing is, that's probably accurate. But the problem with that is that you can sometimes approach things from a sense of feeling that you own the space, or that you've got some significance in the space. And uh, actually we're there to serve people. We're there to serve songwriters. And so to go with with a humble heart and have some fun along the way, but not to assume that we know everything, yeah. Is, is really key because the church in France, the church in Holland, the church in Germany, the church in Africa are all different, but they're worshipping the same mm-hmm. Lord. And so we can't go in there and cookie-cutter mould, as they say. We can't go in and fit our plan, fit what we've got for you.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's like, how can we serve you where you're at? Yeah. And sometimes we have to be flexible, which is good. And sometimes, well, we always need to prefer others in yeah. how we're doing it. So I think the challenge for us is just to remain humble, generous, and servant-hearted. And then when we've got to that point of trust, well, then let's go for it. Yeah. But let's not go for it. Let's not make any assumptions before we've got to that level of trust and working through.
0: And how do you find it making space for unsigned acts and different things in this country with, with what you do?
1: Well, we're always on the lookout for people that are called and talented and have, you know, have got some good character and discipleship around them. And there is a great value now for those people who, as we say, are unsigned. Yeah. There seems to be a goal for people to be signed. Yeah. It's like I want to is be signed. Is that still the
0: goal, or do you think that? I would kind encourage
1: people not to think like that. Yeah. I would encourage people to think more along the lines of: Am I called? Do I feel the Lord has spoke? Yes, I do. Great. Well, there are many ways now that you can get your music out. Yeah. It is possible for us this morning to have recorded yeah. anywhere, <laughs> over lunch, had a sandwich, uploaded it onto Spotify, and by a, two hours' time, um, you could be listening to somebody's song all around the world on mm. a digital platform. So the first thing is not that the goal isn't to be signed. The goal is to be um, true to your calling, to serve the Lord, to, do, to work the hard stuff, to put your guitar down, pick your Bible up, and to, and to focus on what you believe God has called you to be. If all of those things you are doing, then there are other people praying elsewhere, maybe at record labels and publishers saying, Lord, show us who we should be partnering with. Show us who we should be working with. Show us how we can serve the next generation. And out of that conversation, often you'll find that naturally things come together. Yeah. So I would encourage people to focus on what God has called them to be and to do, irrespective of the industry that you might perceive that's going on around you because there's value in who you are, who you're called to be.
0: And so you, you were actually, your parents were involved in church mm-hmm. and you started getting involved in music at quite a young age. Do you think that was important to what you do now or how important was that?
1: I'm really grateful mm. um, for the, the heritage that I have. You know, I, People have encouraged me and uh, my dad thats fascinating because he was into keyboards and piano playing He was a little bit like, Dad, is it all right if, um, can we get a new keyboard from birth? I was about you know 12 years old. And he probably should have said, son, you need to wait. He did tell me to save up the (laughs) thing, but there was also a sense where I knew he was into this as well.
0: So it was an encouragement.
1: (laughs) It's an easy ask. It's an easy ask. (laughs) So me with my family, they're into music and media, so they know it's a bit of an easy ask as well. But yeah, it's been massively formative for me Mm. because when I see music and when I play music and when we're involved with worship bands, you know that there is, there is something spiritual in, in, intrinsically in what you're playing because even the music you're playing to the glory of God. Yeah. Take the words away and hear the spirit behind the music. There is intrinsic value. That's in ministry times when the worship band get to play. You know that the Lord will touch lives and it's not manipulation. No. There is a sense of the Holy Spirit working through that music. Put lyrics and words over the top. Okay, great, yeah. it's a whole different focus. But yes, it's been really, really important
0: and if you could encourage the next generation, cause I'm sure there's many young mm-hmm. aspiring musicians or creatives or who just want to be in that space. How would you encourage them to be praying now? And you know, what would you be, you know, you said like pick up your Bible and, and think about your calling. How would you encourage them to pray?
1: Right, in terms of prayer, I think it's very important to make sure that you have a sense of character and discipleship and a sense of your calling and, and you need to know your gifting. But also do not worry if you are 11 or 12 13 or 14. Do not think that because you are young, you need to wait until you are old. Those times are over. If you have been called, then you, we need to hear your song. If you have something that you need to write into song, you need to sing it. I think, in terms of the future, I'd be very careful about don't aspire to become a superstar, don't aspire for fame. Uh, the social media generation is an interesting one. It's one of those moments that we have to engage with but mm-hmm. sometimes within the paradox of christian music it's what you could call a necessary evil mm-hmm. you have to be careful with those things because the focus when it comes to worship music is around what we do to worship the lord it's an mm-hmm. upward motion it's looking up if you like to him so i be i would be careful and i think that's a very interesting situation that young people yeah. are in they're growing up in a completely different world however this is also a better time for young people yeah because when you had music that's Christian historically, you were limited maybe to a Christian music radio station, yeah. or, of which there were not many in yeah. the UK. We're grateful that there are more. There were no Christian TV stations. Mm. We are grateful that you are here. But now you can even hear your music played on what we would call mainstream radio.
0: Because
1: yeah. there's more of an acceptance and an openness for people who are Christians to write songs and worship music And they're not judged quite as much now on the fact that they come from a church background. And in fact, worship leaders are saying, look, I write songs, I happen to be a Christian, my songs come from that, but I'm gonna go and sing in the pubs. I'm gonna go and sing in in, in other environments apart from churches or maybe as well as churches. So Integrity Music set up a thing called Running Club, uh, which is looked after by Chris Lawson-Jones who heads that label up. And one of their remits is actually to look for those people who feel called to worship but in a different environment, maybe outside the constraints of the normal church. And that's been fascinating.
0: At TBN UK, we want the gospel to be in as many homes in this country as possible. And you can partner with us in this mission by praying, sharing, or giving. For more information, visit tbnukorg partnership. And remember, you can watch us on TBN UK on Freeview65 or Sky518.